everyone. Uh, good morning. Hello. Yeah, this is a uh, this is literally morning time for you. This is a uh, we're we're in different time spaces right now. This we're this is a time travelers episode. Property box. Robotics. In here, man. This is live recording from Los Angeles, California, man. We're oh my goodness. All the stars. They're out here. Yo, last night, shoot, last night I walked in a comedy club. Jay Leno was on stage. Was like, oh my goodness. What? He came back pretty quick because he had that whole incident. He had a little he had a little uh injury with the with the fire. He was working on his car like you don't remember this? It was like maybe four months ago. No, I guess there was some sort of like crazy fireball incident um that like shot up and like he got like all these severe burns and he had he was like in the i don't know if it was icu but he was like in some intensive unit which may be icu um and then he came back and like gave all the nurses cookies and all that stuff but yeah he has like graphs on his face you didn't you didn't you don't recall this no i had no idea damn that's wild that's uh what's the chin what's the, what's the graph what's like what's that what do you mean what is <laughs> bruce that? Pat suggests if he had a chin graft um well he has a signature chin uh may have insurance on it uh graph is like they i don't know the full science but sometimes they'll take different parts of your skin and then put it on to parts that may need it yeah i've, I've seen for some reason i've seen a lot of stories like that about like private parts like people use like their forearm skin for their foreskin i don't know it's just like they just use like really i never realized i, I, I feel that. like yeah i've seen that a lot on, on that for some reason Real? are you what kind of what kind of websites are you on where people are having like i didn't know people were insecure about like maybe like discoloration on their genitals which i guess actually i could see why that would be maybe a bit of insecurity i just not as familiar with the that circle i'm not i'm not saying that that people are just like willingly doing i think like they're having accidents and like they, they need a skin grab for certain parts i'm not saying they're like well you know what i don't like the way this thing looks today like no i don't think they're oh that's so it's not a vanity thing i see i see yeah that's uh well we're gonna get to the stars in a minute but i'm curious have you ever had any like injury to any of your genitals or anything like that you know your any, multiple any genitals yeah <laughs> we do things different over here <laughs> I'm giving people insight on black culture, genitals, plural. The most pain that I've ever had or uncomfort, um, discomfort, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. I remember I was playing football and I had a groin injury and I was in high school. We had a game and it was still hurting. I was going to play. So I was like, you know what? I need to make this feel better. My groin injury. So I put icy hot on my groin. Wow. And then I went to play football and that was probably the fastest I've ever run, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I got this tingling feeling I gotta get away from it. Yeah, that's kind of a wild move right there. But I see I don't know if that's recommended. In fact, I think if you look at the back of the jar, it says, yo, don't do that. Um, I think that's part of it, but but I put it on my groin though, so I was like, this won't touch. <laughs> <laughs> it's then I put on tights, so it's just like it's like, yeah, that definitely touched. <laughs> that def <laughs> definitely touched a little bit. True story halftime, I was over the, the uh in the bathroom with the water, like trying to like <laughs> <laughs> put water on to cool it off. Yeah, it was bad. That's <laughs> I like that uh that contrast between you and I in that situation. It was like, yo, when I was in high school, I got this injury, but don't worry, my girl put this on my groin. If I had an injury in high school, I don't know, would it be like the nurse or my male doctor that would <laughs> This on. I don't. I. I don't know if. Um. I didn't really have a, a girlfriend putting icy hot on uh, my genitals after a football game. I did it myself before the game. Oh, did I? I thought. I thought you said your girl did it. No, no, I did it myself. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it turns out you and our are alike, just like we anticipated, sort of thing. Yeah, man. What's uh? What's what's going on with you this, this past? I feel like I haven't talked to you over a week. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a it's been a minute. Um, uh, truthfully, I'll I'll be honest with the people. Not a crazy amount has been going on in the last like month or so. Your boy has been super low key. Like, in, I've been in incognito mode for like a while. Uh, like no real posting on social media. Um, well, you're not a big poster anyway. 
Yeah, but like sometimes I'll like even like in terms of like watching other people's stuff and I've I just I just been like tapped out for the last month or so. Um mainly a big part of it's because like of a, a work thing, which is like taking up like a big part of my time, but I don't know, man. I was uh, I, I say this kind of like half jokingly, but like um, perhaps it's the case. I'm like, is your boy is your boy dealing with depression? I I it feels very much like I just I, I think there's may, maybe partially something like that, but at the same time, I think it's um I yeah, it just feels like a lot of my energy is being put elsewhere uh, right now. So I've been actively over the last week trying to work on getting that kind of getting a little bit of balance back. Um, especially for the summertime coming up. Are, are there things that happen in your life where you're, where you're like, so like for, so I'll say for me, if I'm not posting on Instagram, then I'm not doing well. Like I'm not where I want to be. Is there anything that, that you do like that? Where it's like this one thing I know I'm not normally where I normally want to be. In terms of like a certain activity or certain like. Yeah. So like for me, like if I'm like a sign that I'm pressed or just not in a good space is when I'm not posting on Instagram. Like, I can just look at that and be like, damn, I ain't posting three weeks. I've been doing well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it's usually complete opposite for people. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, stand-up, I haven't been doing as much stand-up, um, which I, I feel like this is starting the episode off on a very somber note. Of, like, um, okay, we talked that, about that, Jay Leno at first, Catching Fire, we're good. That's, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it's pretty much that's that, I would say that's uh, kind of a metric of that of like, oh, okay, well, I'm not if I haven't been doing that for a while, usually that correlates, but um, yeah, th- I would say this is one of the first times in adult career life where it feels like, oh, this is um, I'm putting putting like a, a good amount of energy into one thing that is important, um. And it may be taking away from some of the other um, important aspects of life. Um, so first time working with something big like that. So it's um, trying to kind of uh, gauge that and learn the balance a little bit. Uh, I don't know if depression is the right word or not, but that's a it's a word. That's, that's why that's why I ask because like if you're just like busy, like you got something new at work, something new in your personal life. That's why you like stand-up comedy will be there you gotta take a a week or whatever it'll be there you know what i mean so it's like i know i I feel i I feel like you gotta live life to get good at comedy so i feel like you gotta sometimes step back live life do things right don't get a fresh mind fresh take on things and shoot you know what i like to do i like to like have old jokes and just put them away for a minute and then come back because when you got a fresh brain yeah. You'd be like, oh, now I know where I want to go with this, or I got the punchline for this, you know, so I need those things. Yeah. That is one of the cooler things about um in terms of like our love letters to stand up. Like that's one of the cooler things of just knowing, like, oh, that's always there. That's all and I feel like that's always been a, a mantra for me for like years now of like, oh, stand up's always there. Um, so it's always it's good to have that. I don't know if it's necessarily would call be like the backbone, but um it's it's there. It's it's something that's it's a reliable aspect of life. Yeah, no, I agree. So don't, I wouldn't get hard on yourself. And like, I'm, am I depressed? I mean, I don't know if you're depressed, but like, being busy, shit, that happens, bro. Like that, that happens all the time. You know what I mean? So you'll be good once you get back out there on them streets. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm going to hear about you on these streets. You're out in these streets. You're out and you're in the streets so much that you're in a hotel in the streets. <laughs> that's that's like premium street action. Yeah, man, out here. I'm in. I'm in. And then West Coast LA man living it up. I, I, I literally, like I said, uh, there's I just realized like celebrities are right next to you. They're they're right around the corner. You know yeah. what I mean? It, I don't know if you know. Do you know Chef Rush? I know him from a video you posted, but I don't know who exactly is. I'm curious to know more. So I get off the I get off the airplane, wait for the Uber, and I just see like this big diesel dude, and I'm looking at him. I'm like. He looks familiar, but like I just I don't know. And I see people going up to him like, "Oh, that's him, that's him." And he had a, he had a shirt on that said, "Call me Chef, damn it." So I was like, I was like, that's probably like his logo. So I I googled that. I googled "Call me Chef, damn it," and it popped up who he was. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, oh, like I didn't I didn't know his name, never knew his name, but I knew his face. So it's funny because 
I've been trying to find new content to post on social media because like I'm back. I actually posted four times this week. Haven't done that in a long time. Okay. Um, I want to. I was. So I want to do a segment where I'm just telling dad jokes. You know what mm. I mean? Where I've just I've been writing dad jokes. I got a dad joke show. Ooh. Father's Day weekend. Damn. So, Ooh, on Father's Day weekend. Right. Clutch. So yeah. Yeah. So they were like, you know, it'd be great if you could have some dad jokes too. Then mm. I was. On the dad joke segment on Drew Barrymore, so I was like, let me just run with this dad joke. Let's, let's go down that path a little bit. That's... So I was like, I'm gonna just tell dad jokes because I, I got a lot. I've been writing them down. Mm. So my thought process was like, yo, when I get to LA, I'm gonna like go to random people and do dad jokes for them. Like that'd be cool content. Yeah. I see this, I see this dude. I'm like, yo, I can do this with him right now, and like that'd be. So I went up to him. I was like, yo, bro, my name Allen. I'm a stand up comedian. Is it okay if I do it, tell you a dad joke on video and post it? He was like, sure, because he he's a ham. Like he's a ham. Like he <laughs> wants to be, he wants to be on camera. He wants people to see him. So he was like, he was with it. And he was like very animated and he was like participated. And I did a dad joke, posted it. He even commented, he was like, I'm taking that joke. It's, it's my joke now in my uh, demo voice. So it was uh, two two things because I, I did see he was very animated and shout out to the joke uh I, I didn't know if it was one that you like the boulder joke you wrote that that was yeah. you yeah. Damn, yeah. that was a hot joke um that's <laughs> where where would i know him from like if if i didn't want to know him so it's funny because i i call my dad my dad's into like weightlifting and stuff so like i figured my dad was like, this guy's like diesel like he lifts mm -hmm. so i call my dad like you know chef rush he started naming like all these things. He was like, "Yeah, Chef Rush was Obama's um, chef in the in the White House." Oh. Yeah, like, like I so I went to his page. He, he got he's like nine hundred thousand followers. Like he's like yeah, he's like one of them celebrity chefs, like one of those guys. So like yeah. a lot of people at the airport knew him. So it was just he was just right there catching the Uber. You know what I mean, like, that's smart that you looked up the shirt. That's a smart way of going about it. Like. That probably is like a logo. Um, it would have been wild if it was just like that would have been like his cousin wearing it or something like that. But it was a good video, man. It was good. He got a good reaction. There was a second, like when you mentioned the punchline, where he gave like the perfect dad joke reaction, where like there was a hint of like almost like anger in his face. So, like, and, <laughs> and like it, like him processing it, like, oh, how dare you? Um, yeah, man, that was solid. So, that have you been able to like try this with like other people as well while out there? No. I haven't. I got two and a half more days. I'm gonna do some more, but I'm kind. Of, I think it's kind of like, do I only want to do like celebrities now, or do I want to do like, like regular? I got to do regular people. I'm not gonna always be coming across celebrities or whatever. So you you don't know what's roaming in Redding, Pennsylvania. Who knows? The human, <laughs> human bumping. Well, I mean, Virginia it's actually Lonnie Walker plays for the Lakers. He's from Redding, so oh, okay. maybe maybe yeah, he may okay. be there. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just a lot of celebrities. They told me that um Stevie Wonder, the comedy club I was at last night, Stevie Wonder was there two, three days ago. Doing comedy? Just listening and, and watching. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I said look, I put I said that I wish I wish you could have seen me. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. That's a <laughs> goodness. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, I saw so that good. um you went to was it the comedy store? Oh the comedy. Oh I'm curious great. about this. I, was like a, I saw this. I was like know. a bro, I was like a kid in a comedy store. Oh hmm. my gosh. <laughs> it was awesome. The comedy store. I never I don't think I like I don't like I know it's world famous, but like I never like seen inside because you're not allowed to really like take pictures and stuff, so like videos inside at all. It's three different rooms pictures of like black and white pictures along the, the hallway walls of like all the comedians everybody you can think of names painted on the outside of the building of all the comedians everybody mm -hmm. you could even people that are canceled like they even got chris delia's name on the side <laughs> of <laughs> so like they got they got so it's just like a lot of history a lot of history on the walls i walked in when i walked in it was through, i walked in the back it was like a they call it the original room. I guess it was like the first room for comedy. And then you walk past the original room, then you go to the, the belly room. That's the yeah. main 
the main room and I walked in. Eric Griffin was on stage. Oh, okay. And I walked in, um, just killing it. You know what I mean? So I stayed and I watched his set. I even talked to him afterwards, and I think he might have took a, a a tag from me by accident. I, I don't give tags. Like I don't <laughs> give tags. But we were just talking, and you know, something I said was funny. He was like, "Yeah, I like that." You know, so I was like, oh, "You can, you can have it." Bro. I mean, you can talk about your joke anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? So, so that's cool, kind of a- man. I, even that, I feel like that's kind of a uh, people kind of go back and forth on that. Like if you're having a conversation about someone's bit, and then you happen to like, because if you're just riffing your joke, and then you happen to like make a joke that's based off of the bit, or like while talking about the bit, then it's like, oh, well, does that give the person license to then use that? I feel like usually there's like um, an etiquette of either just asking or like the person that said the joke saying like, oh, you could have that sort of thing before it being used. This, this is how I look at it. I don't, I don't talk about my bits with comedians. Mm. I don't, I, I don't want it. If I only reason, only way I'll talk to you about it is if I want it. And I normally don't want nobody to help me. That's just right. how I am because I'm, I got problems. But um, <laughs> I think that he came up to talk about it to find to get like, you know, he wants he wants someone to he wants to talk about it. He wants to find new angles. I think that's why. You don't just you just don't come up to a random like you don't even know me. Mm. Like I just said, I just said, yo, what's up? My name Alan, comedian. Nice to meet you. You know, that was it. And he started talking about his bit. So it was like, I think he wanted to hear what I thought about it. Maybe, yeah. Or excited to talk about it. Maybe it's like a newer one. And then it's uh kind of just just like, oh yeah, I was work or the only I feel like the only time that I've talked about a bit afterwards is like I'll be mentioning like, oh yeah, there's something I wanted to change while up there and then like it's um my brain will be so consumed with it that i'll be talking about it after afterwards with people um or like on stage um but yeah typically the same though it, it feels kind of weird just to practicing jokes or even talking about bits when you're not on stage can feel uh i don't know if clumsy is the right word but it, it doesn't it doesn't feel right for me at least yeah i don't i don't like it do you, so what do you give so do you give bits to people? Like, have you ever gone up to a comedian like, yo, hey, I got a bit, I got a tag for you. No. Hey, you use this. No, it's funny. And I'm not opposed to it either. I've had people do that for me. Um, if it's done a certain way, it's like, oh, sure. That's, I appreciate that. Um, but no, I can't, I can't say I've ever, ever done that. Um, no, 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 no come to mind. I wouldn't be opposed to it, I guess. It's just, I, it never really strikes me. I'm like, oh, well, this is something that you could add to it. Um, it feels imposing a little bit. So, so how do you feel when someone does it to you? It really depends on their angle with it. Um, yeah, like someone actually like they gave it was for a bit an act out, and like it went well. And then afterwards, they sent a message of like, "Oh, I thought you're going to do this afterward." Uh, mm. Like after, and I was like, "Oh no, but that's actually not a bad idea." sort yeah. of thing like that so it's like okay well they were it shows they're attentive they were because it was like kind of like a callback like their suggestion i was like oh that's not that you're you're actually listening um so yeah if you're not like a dickhead about it then yeah that's cool for me it's a big part about who who it is yeah like i can't stand when unfunny people try to help me be funny it's just like you <laughs> need to work on yourself first bro like <laughs> i don't want nothing Whatever you did up there, I don't want no advice like that. <laughs> I don't want any of that in there. <laughs> yeah, I think some people, it's um, like if maybe you're struggling on stage, um, a lot of times if you see someone that's doing well or see a bit that's doing well, it's um, they may feel inclined to maybe piggyback off of that, like piggyback off of what was established of being funny. Um, so I do see that on occasion as well. No, I think that a big part of it for comedians, a lot of comedians are narcissistic. So mm. I don't really see it as them genuinely wanting to help me. I don't see it that way. I see it them being like, oh, I helped him with that. Yeah. That's, I, that's my tag. Like, I, yeah, mm. that's the when I when I mentioned the idea of like, um, it depends on how they do it. And if they're dickheads about it, that's what I mean with that. Sometimes you could tell of like, oh, this feels very much like you you had this in mind and you want the idea you want to get props for this um so yeah that part i'm not too crazy about um that, that's what i always feel especially when it's someone i'm not like really cool with 
You know what I mean? It's just like, why you want to help me? Like what? Like no, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, what the sense of community? That's not the sense of community with the people. No, uh, I can see through the bullshit. <laughs> I, can, I can see through that. I'm gonna be on Comedy Central telling a joke, and I say a word that you said, and you're like, "Oh, I wrote that." And now for the rest of your life, this is your claim to fame. No, <laughs> no. Gonna be in mm-hmm. debt. It's gonna be in debt. I was, uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was about to give a shout out slash uh, joke against uh, a local comic. Um, as just a joke, then I realized like, oh wait, no, because that will come off as an insult. Um, so I will not mention Kyle Neff's name. Uh, so <laughs> shout out to Kyle Neff, <laughs> friend so of the show. <laughs> oh man, it now with be a at this point, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's. Um, so with with your time in LA, you're seeing the stars, you see all the the celebrities shaking their breasts and such like that. Um, have you been seeing uh, the people out there? Have has there been any strikes? In terms of the the Writers Guild Association, um, have you seen any of these? I haven't seen them. I think mainly because I've been going outside at later at night. Um, yeah. You're a night I haven't, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen them. But I've talked to people that have been in them. Like the one lady I was on the show with last night. She was in this. She was picketing on Friday before the show. So like, yeah, it's it's a real big situation, bro. Like yeah. TV, TV, like late night TV is for now yeah so it's like it's a, big, it's a big deal and then people yeah. are like coming to uh what are they looking for people like they're filming people are filming stuff people are like showing up picketing like yo shut this thing down you shouldn't be filming you shouldn't be mm. yeah, it's, it's crazy you know it's wild so i think a lot of people because it's happening here in um on the east coast as well i think a lot of people are using the the strike for well for those that aren't aren't aware, um, there's a there's a strike in the in the writing industry um, due to uh, ch- chat uh, GPT, um, just the idea of artificial intelligence, um, the the threat of them taking jobs away from actual writers as the technology is advanced. And uh, originally, it was a matter of using this technology to kind of enhance scripts um, and do like touch ups. But then it looked like it's going towards a direction of um, almost writing the scripts and uh, writing the comedy. And uh, humans, uh, the comedy writers, are not okay with it, thus the strike. Um, noticing there's a lot of uh, people, including a friend of mine, who is like, um, he sent me a message like, hey, did you see that Chris Gethard is picketing in Maplewood, New Jersey? We should go. And I realized, like, oh, it's this is like a good networking opportunity for a lot of up and coming writers of like, okay, well, you're just you're all out there. You have Jason Sudeikis and Flava Flav to the left and right of you. You could just show up because you're all there under the same cause. And then that's I wonder how many people are using this as a means of trying to uh, kind of uh, uh, be a little more familiar with some of the bigger names out there. I could just see Flavor Flav on a picket line. Yeah, boy, <laughs> He there's a photo of him bringing pizza to a bunch of uh, the strikers, and I was like, "Does Flavor Flav like write on Futurama?" I didn't, have, I had no idea Flavor Flav was in the in the works with that, but that's what's up. Oh, that's good. I didn't know he was really out there. Was... Yeah, no, he was out there, man. He had the clock and everything. He's he was in distress. That's so crazy. I didn't know, but it's a, it's a really good networking opportunity, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I if I'm like in charge of something and I see like an up and coming writer or somebody out here like fighting for the calls and pick, I'm gonna like them. I'm just gonna I'm gonna like them more than somebody that ain't out here. You know what I mean? Uh, it's... I, I'm not going out there to, for uh just the network, but I can understand how people can benefit from that. I can. <laughs> Yeah, hey, bro. that's a uh, that's something. If if you're looking for something to do during the daytime in your in your West Coast endeavors, get a sign, go to Staples. <laughs> um, and yeah. Bring back my cardboard signs, huh? I know, right? Yeah, you're gonna find that guy out there. It's gonna be on site. That guy's gonna be out there with his damn sign. <laughs> Yo, you know, you know, it's funny. I literally thought last week I was like, I should resurrect my signs, right? And then I seen two different people I've never seen before posting some. I was like, I don't want this. I'm cool. Like, yeah, uh, y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
But I, I think mean, that the uh, the writers too. I think they're also striking too. They just want more money, right? Like, I feel like they want a bigger piece of the pie. So it's like, yeah, the Chat GPT is potentially taking away opportunities, but also it's just like we we need more money because like without the writers, you don't have scripts. Yeah, and then they're, they're, they're not getting paid enough. You know, so I get that. You know, and that's here we're a proper bonnets. We may not be out there um, on the picket line, um, but we're not scabs. We want to uh, note that we support the writers on strike. We want them to get paid more. Uh, we want them to have more sexual relations with honey dips. Um, we want them to have jacuzzis in their backyard. That's right, everyone. We want the writers to have backyards. Um, mm. So that's what we're fighting for here at Property Bonics and around the world. Oh, I, before we get off the, the Writer's Guild thing, um, mm. I wanted to ask you a question. What's up? Um, is there... What's your favorite show on TV? Like currently? Or yeah, just, favorite you know, show. Oh. Uh, favorite show. I just watched that show, Beef. I enjoyed that. Okay. Beef. Beef emails you. Hey, Kirk, I know there's a strike going on right now. But we'll pay we'll pay you this if you come on in the right ten thousand dollars. Come on, come on. What would you do? What would you do? Huh? It's a good question. Because I I'm not going to even lie to you. I don't want to be a scab. I don't want to cross picket lines. I got kids to feed. Like mm -hmm. they, I don't. Yeah. Know, I probably wouldn't because I, I probably wouldn't because I'm, I'm I'm broke. I'll be I'll be broke tomorrow. But it's like. That's tough, bro. Like, how do you tell? Like, it's it depends on how you want to play it. Because I feel like if you're playing the long game, it's better to not do it. Because if you do it, yeah, you'll be paid what like the ten thousand. But what's to say that that's something that's going to be a continual income? That may be for like ten episodes of a short series, and then you may uh kind of uh, kind of not deteriorate because you may not like if you have a relationship with some of the writers. Um, or if you want to down the road, that's gonna you're gonna be kind of known as the person that kind of cross picket lines for kind of like a short term um, uh, kind of return. So I, I guess it depends. Like if if it's something where it's like you're maybe if you're you're not a writer and it's just like oh this could be a cool opportunity, I could see that being the game. But if it's like your goal is to be a writer, uh, I think you're better off going with the strikes and meeting some of the people there. Um, so that's yeah. I, I would say those two part to the answer, as most of my answers is a two parter. Because I was literally thinking about that. I was like, there's a lot of up and coming writers that are broke, and I know that I guarantee you, companies are like reaching out to people. Yeah. Like, Yo, would you do this for this? I guarantee you. So it's like somebody is going to cross some picket lines. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> somebody, somebody is going to be the Keanu Reeves and the replacements. <laughs> I get the reference. I know that it was a movie. I know that football was involved. Um, <laughs> I know it came out early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> but I don't get the context. <laughs> so the, in the replacements, the NFL went on a strike. Ooh. And Keanu Reeves was a scab. He crossed picket lines. He was a replacement for the striking football players. Oh. So, so, so yeah, he, they, go ahead. Was he, was he like... He played all positions for the team. Like, was he all of the New York Jets? He was a, the star quarterback, and they had a whole team of replacements. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, that's the title of the movie. Boom! Yeah. Do you get? Do you get to see any like movie magic while you're out there? Do you get to see like them filming like Fast Eighteen or anything like that? I see a lot of movie magic in New York, actually. Like, that makes sense. Like New York, they always blocking off streets, and you can't park here. Like all the time. There's always trailers. but I, So I didn't see that here. I did. Rob has um, Universal Studios. Ooh. Today. That's nice. Uh, Rob has Universal Studios. Took, took a picture. It was like Comcast building and Showtime, Netflix building, like all that stuff. Mm. They see, see those things, but I didn't see like any action. But it's uh, interesting to see that I wrote past the Capitol Records building. It's like a famous building. So it was just, I'm taking pictures being tourists. Like I've been yeah. Tourist, you, know, so. you know you gotta you know it's gonna be a cool one that they don't really show you on like tourist.com 
if you go to the the balcony that shook night held um vanilla ice over i feel like not a lot of people are going there it's probably not a lot of traffic but it could be a unique spot to visit it could be like a mold or a statue of Sugar Knight's hands. You, <laughs> you can like you can place your feet in the in the hands and hang off the back. You can be like, like, the lights for a day. You got that photo? You got that photo right there. <laughs> Turn the flash on. <laughs> uh, I hope you do get to visit there. That's, that would be pretty cool, man. Yo, you know what's this part? This part, I'm not gonna say it messed me up, but it was crazy for me to see. Um, so I've. The first day I got here, the, the Metro bus was free. Mm. So I was I was everywhere. Like I loved getting it entrenched into like the culture and like I'm with the people, bro. I'm on the bus. Like we rolled down Skid Row. Mm. Oh. oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I cannot believe what that is. <laughs> it's I it was I can't believe it was America, bro. Skid Row. It's just it's downtown, like it's downtown Los Angeles, and it's just like five, six blocks, just homeless huh. encampments. You, you sound like you sound like a white lady in the Bronx in 1996. Like, like oh my god, this is happening in New York. <laughs> this was not on the brochure. Like, yeah, no, Skid Row is rough. The Skid Row is particularly like I've seen photos only, but I, it's wild that it's still, from what I'm hearing at least, still at that level of roughness. Bro, I I knew about Skid Row. I seen pictures. Of, I was in the. I was in it. Like mm. the bus rolled down Skid Row, stopped, picked up people that didn't pay. They just hopped on. Was like, what you going to do? Uh, like, <laughs> Yeah, you should have you should have popped one of them off with a dad joke. You need a little variety in your demographic. I'm not gonna lie, bro. There was a lady. She was a dope fiend. I know she was a dope fiend because she was talking to another dope fiend about how another dope fiend robbed her for her dope. Right? Damn. And I was standing waiting for the bus, and they was talking. And I heard them talking. She was like, she looked bad, and I was. I got dad jokes though. I can tell her dad. You ain't got, you ain't got your dope, but I got some dope ass dad jokes. <laughs> so I was like. I can't do it. I, I thought about it. I dead ass thought about like, yo, telling her like, I was like, I can't. Do that. I was like, I can't. Do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe a good, good call. Uh, who knows though? I don't know, man. That's that being a series in itself, and it's like, and it's a balance. Uh, if you get make any sort of monetary gain, you put it back towards Skid Row uh, and their resources. Um, but that's uh, that's not a terrible idea. Hit up Skid Row and, and like pop people off with dad jokes. It's literally the worst idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no way, bro. Those people are unstable, okay? It's mm -mm. Uh, a nice little smile to their face. Mm -mm. I'm cool. I thought about it, but them people out there doing bad, bad, bro. They, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I know there's homeless people and stuff, but to be a, a somewhere like, like down, downtown, just have their own hood, mm -hmm. it's crazy to me to see. That's yeah. right. You know, I don't know if this person ever goes down Skid Row, but it seems like they've been up to some uh, kind of rough behavior as well. Um, so there's a basketball player. I don't know if you, you're familiar uh, with this individual. Um, so is it Ja Morant? Ja Morant. Come on, man. His name is Ja Morant. <laughs> ja you got to know about Ja Morant. And Ja Morant, he, got, he worked, he, his, his salary is $230 million, so I doubt he'll be on Skid Row, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I, I googled it. I was like, a, I see M O R A N T. Oh, Google just popped up. Damn it! Um, like, I I googled. And I was like, oh, Morant, but Morant. Yes, that's uh. So I, I'm curious because I feel like you may know a bit more. The little that I know, uh, this is a uh, Kirk's version of the tale. Uh, Pat, if you want to play Kirk's version of the tale music, um, from my understanding, he's been in the club. He recently got a gun. He's very excited about the gun. He's been taking photos of the gun. You know when you're excited about something? Like you say you get like a new dog or whatever like that. You take a lot of photos of it. You post it. You put filters on it. He's been doing that with his gun. And uh, <laughs> some people are not too happy. John Moran put the set your filter on his phone on his gun. <laughs> he makes that, <laughs> that filter where the gun sings a song. <laughs> <laughs> he had the filter where the, the, the gun got the dog ears and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's Fourth of July filter and all stuff. Fireworks. Ja Moran, they gonna call him. Damn. That's uh but they, that's this is a real thing. He's been like it's like he's been let into some clubs and even outside of the club. He's just very excited about the gun. Um, and people are telling him to curb his enthusiasm. Have you heard anything about this? John Morant has been, for some reason, posting pictures and videos with his gun in public places. For some reason, don't know why. The club, the strip club. He was there with his gun in the, at the strip club in, in in Denver. Posted pictures and stuff of it. And then recently, a couple days ago, him him and his homie were in the car listening to rap music. He had his gun. Listen to NBA Young Boy, you know. So it's just like he just wants you to know he's strapped out here. Don't play with him. Like I don't know. <laughs> I, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Like I understand. I'm not gonna say I understand it. Having a gun makes you feel powerful. Makes you feel confident. I get well, that. So I think that he's just like flexing. Like yeah, I think he just feels good. Like like that's the only way, that's the only way I can wrap my mind around. It. It's like he yeah. thinks he's he feels cool. They say when you you feel confident about something and all that, uh, you you don't want to uh, conceal your happiness. Should he be concealing his gun? Is that what they're saying? So, it's, no, it's. Uh, I wonder. Like he, I he has a license to be happy, right? A license. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know his political stance. I feel like a lot of times when people are very. Um, uh, I don't know. Vocal is the right term for it, but when they display their guns it's usually of the idea of like yeah i have the right to have this and uh, i i want it to be very known uh, very I, I think a kid rock with the bud light situation and um just uh that seems to be kind of like one of the uh one of the aspects of gun culture of like very much like oh i have it and i have a license to have this and i'm going to show it um in in jaw's case which before I knew who he was, I thought they were talking about Ja Rule. I was like, what's Ja Rule doing? But it's not Ja Rule. It's not Ja Rule. Um, I guess for him, though, he got in some trouble. I, I believe that one of his sponsors were was revoked because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess if you, if you have a license to have a gun, that's that's fine. But I guess the, the idea of like showcasing get the gun um, while listening to music um some people may, may deem that as excessive so the so this is the thing that it's two it's two sides to it like john Morant can legally do what he's doing like legally there's no crime he committed you could be with your homie and post your legal gun you can do that but you work for the nba you sign a contract there's a code of conduct that you must follow Break those rules. It's subject to suspensions and fines. That's just what it is. So it's like, I'm not even... Like, he didn't do anything illegal, but he's just doing something that's wrong. It seems. You know, I, when was the last time we saw someone, particularly when it comes to, like, rappers or just black celebrities in general, of, like, having a gun shown and, like, kind of promoting that and that leading to prosperous results? That's the one thing too. It's like it seems like this dude's worth like a lot of money. He's very successful. It's uh, it's, it seems unfortunate to add that into the equation of like it, it seem it doesn't really seem like it's needed uh, to do that. But this is the thing too, though. It's not okay. It's not needed, right? Right. But there's a double standard. The, the what's the one governor or whatever he sent him and his family had a Christmas. Yeah, call. yeah. It was uh, the one of them in like I think Tennessee. It was one of the places that had a, a mass shooting not long ago. Right. And, right. and the guy who represents them has like sent out Christmas cards with AK forty or AR fifteens in it. So yeah. it's kind of like, so it's kind of like that's that's okay for pu- elected officials, mm. you know. So it's hard. John Morant didn't do anything illegal, right? That's the thing. But he works for a company that, that you can't do that for. Yeah. So I think that. So I think that he get, he's getting so much backlash and stuff. I don't think he's is warranted. People mm-hmm. break people break their employer's rules all the time. He broke his employer's rule. He didn't break a law. So I think people need to relax. Let him face the consequences that his employer enforces. And that's just what it is. Like, yeah, I think being as someone that's like when I saw the 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 dude, the Nashville dude, do it to me that was grosser because it was like ah, your state just 
faced like a pretty rough situation. Maybe this isn't the message to put across. I think overall in general, like employer rule or not, I think it's just kind of like kind of a tacky thing. Even if you're into guns, just to be like all about like, oh, here's my gun. Here's my gun sort of thing. Um, although probably is cool to listen to rap music while holding a gun. I will say that. Very empowering. <laughs> yeah. I, I had my um, my fake gun and I would always um, have it out while listening to battle rap. So I understand that part of it. I do understand that. Um, but it just feels like with everything going on, it's like, why I, me personally, I guess I'm just not like, I need to see more guns. It's like, I, I'm good on that. So it, there are gun Instagram pages, like there yeah. are gun, there are gun shows who have Instagram pages. And all they do is post guns. Yeah. But he works for the NBA. Like John Morant didn't break a law. There are plenty of people that are riding around happy legally with guns in their hands dancing the NBA young boy or whoever they listen to. It's just that he works for the NBA. That's the problem. He's a um people look up to you. What's that called? He's a uh, role model. He's a role model. He's a role, he's a role model, even if he wants to be it or not. So he probably shouldn't be flashing guns online unless it's the message he wants to get across to his people who look up to him. But again, man, like listen, I think it's a it's a lot of pushback for someone who's 23. People are like, well, he's so he's 23. That ain't that young. That ain't that young to know right from wrong. He knows he's doing what he ever wants to do. Let as consequences and repercussions to all your actions. He gotta figure that out. That's yeah, that's just what it is. And I, I just think yeah. that and if the NBA they, they they were talking about suspending him from like the whole year and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that's so like, like that's that's crazy. Like, what he needs to do is he needs to go play for the big three. You know what I mean? Because hmm. if it's somebody that, that doesn't care about guns, it's Ice Cube. You know what I mean? So I think that he should. <laughs> that's, that's, that may be promoted. That's like that comes with the jersey. <laughs> you get you get your sneakers and you get a Glock. You can sign your contract. You know. <laughs> I need to check my dad. I, so I didn't mention this. I went to New York maybe two weeks ago uh, to visit my dad. It was like a it was like a belated birthday situation. His birthday is in March, but he was like in Jamaica or whatever. And then the goal was to get him, my two younger brothers and two younger sisters all within one space. We've been trying to do this for like 10 years. He always says like, Oh, Kirk, I got to get this photo. I got to get this photo. Um, and then, uh, uh so did some court coordinating on my end and then made it happen sort of thing. Um, which is cool. It was actually kind of nice. Um, did a bunch of stuff, went to a seafood place, subpar food but it's all right we played uno at the seafood restaurant that's hilarious <laughs> it was nice yeah my brother whipped out uno and then i had to remind him yeah. um <laughs> well, i moved the butter i got this yeah <laughs> i gotta check my dad my dad's still wilding in these streets i don't think he has a gun i don't think he does but i should have asked him sort of thing like that i feel like uh he's he's still out here he um he he did see, he paraded us around like he, it was very much. I don't know if you ever had this, like with your dad, of like, uh, take us to different stops to be like, mm -hmm. this is my son, this is the oldest, this is the middle. And he did that script for like 10 different stops. And I was like, dad, we got, we have plans. We got to stop making these stops. Um, but it was nice. Um, it was, it was nice that he got to, uh, to do that. But, um, should that be a when thing? Your dad's, when's your dad's birthday? March, uh, March 19th. Oh, four days away from mine. Yes, I, is he a Aries? Would that make him an Aries? I think it's so, right? Oh, you're you're an, you're an Aries, right? I'm an Aries. Yeah, because I think Aries that ends like the end of March. Yeah, I think my dad's an Aries. Huh? I never thought of him that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never thought of him as an Aries. Yeah, I never thought. I never knew you, you did that. Um, yeah, a little bit with that, but I don't know. But that's when he is out on these streets in the Bronx. Bronx isn't this crazy place anymore, yeah. but. If it is, should we take the opposite approach? Should I, as an adult, buy my dad a gun? Can you buy someone else a gun? That's true. I think he has to get licensed. Should I buy my dad a gift card to get his license for a gun? I don't know. I don't think you can have a license to carry in New York. Really? Pretty sure no one is allowed to carry a firearm in New York unless you have like special permit like your security guard or something like that i'm pretty sure pretty sure huh. i did not know that part um i wish i knew that before i brought my thing along with me um <laughs> kirk had to swim me up in the bronx because anybody had a problem 
No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do, uh, in certain cases, I, I do have a means of self uh, defense uh, beyond my um, my less than practice jujitsu. I, I do have one. I won't reveal it on air. Um, it's technically, I don't think it's considered a weapon, but what it can do, it can protect you. Hmm. I wonder what you guys nunchucks? Uh no, no, no. Those those would be a uh Bruce Batch is just a wand. Good guess. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, when Alyosha gets older, maybe. I was <laughs> that was always my thing in the Bronx of like I'd always see people with like ball pythons. I'd be like, I don't think anyone's gonna rob those guys. Who's gonna mess with someone that has a snake? Like that's I mean, you only you only likes to carry that. You can just carry it's that. True. Yeah, it's um, no. I'll, with without revealing too much, it's it may or may not be a, a very strong laser beam, which no one ever really thinks about. No one ever really thinks about that. Of like, all right, well, if if you kind of take away sight, you'll have to see this laser beam. I won't blow my spot well, too much, sort of thing. So your plan is the your plan is the blind people in the run. Gotcha. <laughs> Even, not even necessarily you stand ground a little bit but like if they're like they're coming at you kind of sideways sort of thing like that and you got that thing along on you and they can't see then it's like hey i've had a lot of laser ideations and how this situation would go down i'm walking down the street someone's like duh, 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 duh. and then like i've i practiced my like quick like tss, sort of thing like that i even have the hand up just in case there's like a mirror so it doesn't reflect back in my eye sort of thing i practice um and yeah i if you accidentally had a laser in your eye, um, you'll realize like, oh, that sucks. So it's uh, it's non-lethal as well. So you don't have to worry about anyone uh, being like, I can't believe you did that to that person. With that, man, um, that was kind of like a half suggestion um, for only those that know how to handle um, a laser 501. Um, let's get in some prop suggestions for the people. Let's get in some prop suggestions. <laughs> Uh, my prop suggestion is um, movie nights. Hmm. A lot of times people don't have movie nights anymore. A lot of times people are out here binging shows. Sometimes it's nice just like meet up with a group of friends. Like, hey, fellas, let's watch a movie. Bonus points. If that movie's on a DVD, add some novelty to it. Um, I want to say last, yeah, last week. Um, shout out to my buddy Nathan, Ethan, uh, one, two of my oldest friends. We haven't linked up in like five months. Hit him up randomly. I was like, you guys want to watch a movie? And like we planned it out. And they're like, yeah, we do want to watch a movie. They came over here. It was nice. So I haven't really like hosted people in quite some time. Um, yeah. Nathan held the snake. It was pretty cool. And uh, we watched my DVD version of Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. Have you ever seen this? I have not. I never heard of it. Oh, I I do highly recommend it. I'd put it in my top five movies of all time. Um, well, this is not the proper suggestion. I'll give a synopsis. It's based off a true story. Uh, a man in Brooklyn who set to rob a bank. Um, and then within minutes of robbing the bank, um, his plan just goes awry. Um, is it awry or array? You know what I mean? Awry. Um, awry. <laughs> it's, I think it is. Um, and then it's kind of like a dark comedy um, slash drama and his standoff with the police and his relationship that he develops with the the bankers and the bank owner um it all takes place in one day um al pacino he's amazing in it and uh yeah if you're ha thinking about having a movie night uh, that's one movie you consider when you start it off that's probably suggestion double suggestion man. That's double like suggestion <laughs> that's a really good suggestion man and i i gotta i gotta take heed to it because me and my daughter was we used to do movie night a lot, and I feel like recently we haven't. Mm. You know, so we we need to do the movie night. It's a it's a bonding activity with your loved ones, man. It's like cool. Yeah, it's a it also it's a cool way. Of like uh, if you're looking to reconnect with maybe friends you haven't seen in a while, it's kind of like a good baseline of like, hey, let's do this sort of thing like that. It's not like, hey, let's take a trip to the Bahamas. Uh, that no one can. Yeah, not everyone's going to be on board for that. So that's why I recommend to the people. Netflix Netflix um, account is way cheaper than a flight. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. All right, speaking of trips, I'll, I got some uh, a travel tip. Whoa. Travel tip here. Um, packing your suitcase. Suggestion. 
Um, I've seen this before. I've never done it because I didn't think it worked. But rolling your clothes. That's a move right there. Yeah. Like, I knew about it, but, like, on this trip, like, I was I was trying to get my tripod to fit, which I couldn't. But I was like, I'm trying to make room. I was like, let me try this roll thing, man. Because for so long, I was like, you're going to tell me that these rolled up clothes take up less space than these black clothes? Mm. It does. Yeah. It does. It makes so much, so much more difference. Like, I wasn't able to get my tripod, but I was able to bring an extra hoodie. That roll up hoodie right there. Yeah. That's I didn't realize that until this year, too, of like rolling up clothes. And then now I've been doing it like in my drawers of like after laundry, like rolling it up. It's like, oh, I have so much space here. I have room to put my thingling over there and all that stuff. So like it's it's nice being able to have that. Gotta stop saying thingling. It makes me think about your penis. You have to (laughs) You gotta stop saying that, player. (laughs) Oh, because when you say thingling, it reminds me of thingling. So when you keep saying my thingling, I'm just like what, 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 what? <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about my thing lying on me. <laughs> and then you that's call it a thing of lying. You make it seem on. like it's big. Thing of lying. It's like, bro, a, yeah, that thing of lying. It is like a set player. Too big for that. Rubbing your hands. I'm going to exit this zoom. I'll replace thing of lying with my, um, uh, my boogie blocker. That's another name for it, my boogie blocker. Another name for it? It? You call yeah. it? Boogie Aga Blocker. That Boogie Aga Blocker. Yeah, yeah. I don't even I'm not talking about my penis, by the way. I don't know how uh, my penis became an equation in this. I don't know what. Yeah, I said thing, thing-a-ling reminds me of thing-a-ling. And then you were like, well, my Oogie Baga Blocker, whatever you said. Um, yeah, the West Coast is making you weird, bro. West Coast is making you kind of strange. You're acting kind of goofy right now. We're having a nice conversation. <laughs> talking about travel tips. You're over here talking about my penis. Because you keep talking about your penis. Nah, player. Yeah, the I'm first time you said it, once. you said it like five minutes ago. You said it thingling, and I was mature enough to let it go. But you brought it up again. And I was like, I can't keep holding this in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like something you got to navigate through with your mom, player. Um, right. Like Ja says, man. Um, <laughs> me and Ja are the same, same wavelength when it comes to that. Um, but no, that that is actually a good, very, that very helpful uh, tip. With that, I, I'll 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 add a layer onto that. Uh, pun fully intended. Uh, when you're traveling, bring a trash bag with you. That way, when you have your dirty clothes, you could have it separated from the clean clothes when you put it in your bag. Good tip. What I know, what I normally do is I just get a trash bag from the hotel. Like, mm. um, the, the, the one that's perfect is the little ones they put inside the trash can, the little hotel trash can, so the clear ones. Oh. So they have those normally. So I normally do that. Most of the time, too, they'll have like extra trash bags under the trash bag and the trash can. Say, little bags, that's like, well, you got like dirty socks. I'm talking about like, if you got like dirty pants, you need to put in there. You got, roll those dirty. You got dirty shirts and all that stuff. It's not going to fit in that bag. Pants, pants don't get dirty, man. So Pants not a great example because you're right. Pants stay clean for approximately six months. Shirts, on the other hand, shirts they they get a little musty. I don't know if I want that musty smell on my very clean pants. Yeah, no, I'm I'm wearing two shirts a day here. Like I'm because it's like, like I said, I'm I'm in the mix. I'm in the streets. I'm hustling and busting, hopping and walking, going sweating. So it's like I got it. I got multiple shirts, but maybe the for they can't fit in the bag. I just roll them up. Roll them up in there. I don't know. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this this tip. Uh, your boy's gonna be on the West Coast as well. I feel like this is the second time where we've like traveled almost like at the same time. Um, this I'm I'm set to be out in San Francisco, um, in June. Your boy's gonna be out there looking at the Golden Gate Bridge, nice. all that. Looking at the Full House House. Francisco. Is that a song or is that just something you did? I think it's a real song, but I've heard it on Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. Your favorite movie, yeah. San Francisco. That's I've never heard that in my life. Um, but I'll, I believe you. I've, I've That's when Jenny, when Jenny was with the Black Panthers, they played that music back. You know, because Black Panthers were in San Francisco, Oakland. Again, I believe you. I have no recollection of that though. That's I can't say if I'm thinking about Forrest Gump movie, the Three Hour Saga. That's the scene that comes to mind, but. Um, I do know it was a scene, um, and there's a, uh, yeah, oh, I'll keep it there. 
but yeah, I'm making a list. Tell me about San Fran. Yeah, man, I'm going out there. The Dip and I, we're, we're taking a, we're going out to the West Coast. That's the name of the trip. The Dip and I go to the West Coast. Um, and yeah, man, I'm seeing a bunch of different things to do out there. Always been on my bucket list to go to San Fran. Um, that's how familiar I am with it now. I call it San Fran. Um, so I'm out in uh, the S, the SF, um, just doing different things. Um, one of the, one of the things out there is to kind of perform some comedy. It's like you're you're out there, uh, perhaps get on some shows, uh, get on some mics, perform on the streets. Who knows? I might be telling mom jokes, people. Who knows? I'm not trying to rip ideas or anything like that. Um, mom joke got to be inclusive. Moms and dad. So. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for those that are familiar, when when you're traveling out, uh, one of the moves uh, that could be utilized is uh, going on Facebook pages for that city and joining their comedy. Uh, groups and then seeing some of the shows that are being advertised um and then messaging try to get on some of those um i gotta say though not a crazy amount of luck this time around their san francisco page i'm not i won't shit on their page um not the most active not the most active um so i was curious and just in your take and your experience uh what have been some alternatives that you've used when going out of town and looking for uh, spots or mics in the area, um, Google. Mm. Uh, you can you can literally Google San Francisco comedy shows. Yeah, or you can Eventbrite. Yeah, that's one that yeah did that one uh, last night. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. So the comedy club i would go to the comedy clubs and see if they're posting any you got to find you got to find the comedians that are producing the shows so you got to not you got to just find there's a couple of comedians in every city that produce multiple shows and they you just got to find out who they are um i would go it's going to sound weird but i would go to the San Francisco facebook page and just see who has been active who posted what and then go to their page yeah and see what they've been doing go to their facebook go, go to their instagram Instagram, Instagram this too. Hashtag search it. Hashtag San Francisco, San Fran comedy, the Bay Area comedy, and you'll see because people are hashtagging stuff to get follow to get uh, traction on their shows. Um, yeah, that's I think that's search search San Fran comedy or the Bay Area comedy on Instagram. Yeah. Also dive deep in like. When you go to the Facebook page, not a lot, but dive deep into those comedians. Like hmm. you got to see who the members are, and just I want to. I'm gonna look too. I want to go San Fran, San Fran one day. Yeah. Um, so, so also, also, I don't know. Is that like? Is are you against going to Oakland? Because it was like right across the bridge, right? Yeah. Well, I, I imagine it's not that far because the ones I have seen on Eventbrite, which I actually did yesterday, a lot of them were in Oakland. Um, so there's one person I plan on reaching out because it's. A lot of shows don't align with the time that I'll be there, but this one happens to be like on the day that I get there. Um, so I I hope it's not far, but I I'm not too sure though. But it's worth even checking. Worth just well, seeing. San Fran is closer to Oakland than you are now, so I think that is <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> definitely worth good worth logic. Into. Yeah. How long are you going to be there? Actually, for a good amount of time, almost like a week, like from a Wednesday to a Tuesday, well, Tuesday morning. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you you're good. You gotta get that at least mics for sure. Yeah, most most definitely uh most definitely mics like that one, like I'll I'll check out with that. Um show would be cool. At, at this point, um it may be on the later side to like, like get like advertised on a thing, which is fine, but it, like guest spot wise, that would be perfect. Like just show up, boom, boom. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Guess what? I'm here, then dip out. That'd be kind of nice. My homie from the bay area he's actually in la now i was supposed mm -hmm. to meet up with him yesterday i'll ask him and i'll see yeah. go. let's see what he's talking about yeah cool dude i'm sure he has some kind of contacts or connects so oh cool i appreciate I'll, that I'll, yeah I'll, I'm, I'll I'm reaping the benefits of this la lifestyle oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about who you know you know it's all about who you, know, man. you know that's it's funny because like I, I got on comedy club shows out here. Like I'm only doing comedy. Like I comedy store flappers and wait, you I, performed at the comedy store? Yeah, come on. Oh my god, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I thought you just went. Damn. 
That's bonkers. That's yeah, like, man. That's a wild move. I feel like that should be highlighted more. That's like a, it's a big thing, man. I thought you knew. <laughs> I, I did not know. I, I thought you just kind of checked it out, which is cool in itself. That's a really cool thing. It's a historic thing. But to be up there, that's like that's like mecca level stage i feel yeah, yeah dog <laughs> i was booked on a uh, crack em up thursday show they run it every every thursday 10 30. Mm. like a um run down on the shell murdoch it's it's dope bro like yeah i'm performing in there I, I did my thing i did my thing man got here navigating oh my goodness I yeah. I, like i said i did comedy store flappers comedy club and laugh factory four days four shows Hmm. Like, yeah, man, in the mix, like it's and the and the uh, what is it called? Comedy store. I realized there's like because there's, there's not as much comedy spots here as there are in like New York. So like in New York, there's comedians all over the place. Like hmm. where in LA, they they all at the same place. Like huh. at the comedy store, there were so many comedians there. Like the the group green room of the show i did i don't think i've ever seen that many comedians in one green room oh like i don't think i ever have and i was talking to a comedian last night and they were telling me they were like well yeah in la like especially once it gets later like once it gets later in the night like 10 30 11 there ain't too much so it's like yeah at those two or three comedy clubs whatever everybody's there you know what i mean so it's like a really good hang like a lot Ron Funches was there. Bobby Lee was there. Like a lot of like damn people that's were a, there. That's uh the Laugh Factory, if I recall. That's the LA one, is where Michael Richards had his infamous set. Do you remember yeah. Michael Richards, Kramer from Seinfeld? Oh, that's where he did it. Yeah, that was that's where it's at. That's like I don't know if you paid homage to it or anything like that, but like uh, yeah, that's that was I the room. I didn't remember even remember his name. Was he on the wall? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I bet he's on the wall somewhere. <laughs> he probably is. He could be. Like I said, Crystal Lee was up there. <laughs> That's cool. You know, I mean, so I don't know. But yeah, man, I, I performed it. As I said, I'm, I'm happy. I came with, I came with, I was like a kid in the comedy store. Like, I think that's a great line. Um, Did producer Pat, producer Bass just said that he is at the zone. Is Michael Richards at the comedy zone? We're getting breaking Wait. news from producer Pat. Oh, on the wall. Oh, on the wall. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, oh, like, oh, all right. That's that'd be wild. That's <laughs> what how would you feel? Um kind of to the same a little bit to the same idea of like the writer strike question. If it was like, hey, we want you to host a particular night, and then you go there, and then the headliner <clears throat> it's Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Featuring Crystalia, um, guest spot Michael Richards. You doing it? No. Okay. I will not do that show. Okay. Or no, I won't. I won't do it. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I will take your word. For it. I, I guess it's saying like, I don't like. I would. I've thought about that before. Like, if somebody reach out to you to open up for somebody that's canceled, right? No, I'm cool. I'm all right, bro. Like you canceled, you know you canceled. Why you want to bring me into this? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think how that goes for like across different industries. Like there's probably like a chef that was given a great opportunity. It's like show up to the space, you get to do this internship, but it's while you're working under Paula Dean. Like it's very much like that. Probably that goes throughout different industries, and it's a dilemma that many up and coming people have to face. It's kind of a wild. Oh, is it an unpaid internship? Because that plays a part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's paid, but in racially based compliments. Like it's very much like it's. So yeah, it's a kind of way if that's something you want to do or not. Like man, you sure are fast. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm not even running. <laughs> you sure can dance, can't you, boy? That's <laughs> how she pays you. <laughs> That'd be unsettling. Man. I wouldn't do it, but put it back on you. Cosby was like, yo, Kurt, I need a strong feature. Okay. Would you would you open for me? Would you do it? Um at this point, no. Yeah, I would say no. 
I could see the appeal of someone that isn't really doing comedy. And it's just like, oh, all right, unique opportunity to open up for Bill Cosby. Sure. But if it's like if you're continuously doing it and you have a little bit more of like a long game uh, set up, then it's like, eh, it, it doesn't really speak to me as much. But I, I don't know. I, I think that's one of those things, too, where you don't know until you're actually in that situation. It's very easy to kind of um, kind of uh, uh, take the high road for something like that when it's just uh, a, a hypothetical. Um, if it's like not like we take the equation of it's like just Cosby. Sure, it's easy to say no. But if it's like it's Cosby, you're doing it at um, at like a, a known casino or like the the Met Gala um, or or the Fillmore. That's a better example. Like a cool venue where it's like, oh, wow, it's a cool venue. You take Cosby out of this and performing for a lot of people and a lot of these people that could just be cool to perform in front of. Um, then, yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not fully sure. But I, right now, my answer would be no. Yeah, it's a good answer. And I I stand with you on that. I'm cool, bro. I don't know. very political here at Property Bonics. No opportunity is good opportunity. Uh, to hear our true answer, sign up for our Patreon. Um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> hilarious <laughs> well, man. Yeah, plan. I'm gonna let you go do your thing because I'm about to do my thing it's um, it's cloudy out a little bit but I'm flirting with the idea of going to Longwood Gardens your boy's got a gift card Um, so I may go do that and then uh, along with uh, Saturday activities uh, for yourself do you have anything lined up I'm, I'm sure you do without uh, get, uh, spoiling for the people what you're gonna be doing uh, what do you have lined up bro I wanted to go to the beach but like Ooh. honestly the weather hasn't been that great. Mm. Like, it's been, like, colder than... They, they say it's been colder than usual. It's been... Like, the weather is probably better there. It's probably hotter there right now. Mm. Like, it's, it's been overcast, like, every day. Um, but, like, right now, it's 67 degrees. Uh, yeah, that's cold. I think it's, like, it's probably... It's not cold. It's just, like, rainy out. But, um, yeah. I mean, you, you have your hoodie. So, we're good. So, we can't. we're good. Yeah. Um, so well, have fun out there, man. Uh, keep doing your thing. Um, and uh, if you bump into Michael Richards, um, turn down the spot if he asks you to, to host for him or anything like that. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to hear some of the, the rest of the, 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 what's the term I'm looking for? Waz and glam. Um, I made that term up, but I'm waz looking for waz and glam. I was going to just say glamorous, but I was like, let me add some waz to it. Uh, hey. I'm curious to hear the waz, waz and glam. Um, if anyone gives you any trouble, um, laser beams, they're not too expensive. So keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. Thanks for the tip, Kirk. So I can blind the deaf and run away. You don't have to run. You don't have, you could stand your ground and be like, hey, don't step any closer. You do one of those. You could pop them off one of those. If they step up, you know, do a thigh kick. But yeah, that's, uh, I'll let you be the, be the decider of that. <laughs> Thank you for that, Kirk. I'm pretty sure I'll just use these if I get into any issues. But yeah, we're good. Cool, man. Well, thanks for listening to Proper Bonics. Um, as usual, um, like, subscribe, right, share, comment, yeah. all that. Pay tribute to your grandmother. All those things. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you.